Did. Lawyers for the Murugapan family argued their two-year-old daughter, who was born in Australia, had been denied procedural fairness. The court upheld that application, saying the Immigration Minister had lifted the bar on the toddler's application. Both parties are required to agree on an order declaring the application was not afforded procedural fairness and have been given seven days to do so. In the meantime, the family will remain on Christmas Island. Australia's two biggest airlines will continue to run a scaled-back domestic flight network partially funded by the federal government. The network includes all state and territory capital cities as well as regional centres such as Townsville, Wagga Wagga, Coffs Harbour and Kalgoorlie, among others. Deputy Prime Minister Michael McCormack says the airlines welcomed the financial support. However, he also confirmed again that the government is not planning to bail out cash-strapped Virgin. He says there are still market solutions on the table for the company's woes. Opposition leader Anthony Albanese says the government is trying to shake its responsibility to the aviation sector. It has a responsibility uh, because of the uh, imposition, quite rightly, of constraints that, that are supported across the country. Uh, that's why there are particular circumstances for the airline industry. A seven-week-old baby is among the latest confirmed coronavirus cases in Australia as the country's tally surpasses 6,500. New South Wales has reported another 29 infections, Queensland 6 and Victoria 1, in the past two hours. Yesterday, New South Wales had 11 new cases and Queensland 2. The death toll remains at 63. Around the world, more than 2.1 million coronavirus cases have been diagnosed as the global death toll nears 1. 144,000. Internet providers will have help ensuring financially stricken families and businesses stay connected with a $150 million national broadband network relief fund. The internet wholesaler wants to ensure families with school children who do not have NBN access, as well as small and medium-sized businesses, can remain online during and after the coronavirus pandemic. NBN will waive its $37 monthly charge to internet providers between April and September to allow the industry to devise more affordable access for families. The Invasive Species Council says millions of dollars are required in an ongoing campaign to keep invasive and destructive insect pests out of Australia. The call is part of the council's response to a new Monash University report which identified an international bug superhighway capable of carrying a large variety of destructive insects into Australia. CEO Andrew Cox says the millions of dollars spent trying to maintain biosecurity is far better than letting them run rampant. He says imported timber products and plants are most likely hosts for imported pest species. We know that if we particularly treat a lot of the imported goods in the countries overseas before they arrive to Australia, there are fumigation measures. We can also make sure there's good surveillance so we can spot them. Even just detecting the odours is another way. There's a, a range of measures that can be done, but it's certainly going to require a lot of vigilance. National Radio News is supported by the Judith Nielsen Institute for Journalism and Ideas and the Community Broadcasting Foundation, cbf.org.au. Welcome to the studio. You're listening to Live 90.5 Business Insights with Marion Fridays from 12 to 2 p.m. Before we take it further with our show, I'd like to say a couple of words about weather. 
we have quite extremely nice and warm autumn today. Current temperature is 26 degrees and uh, rest of the week looks quite warm. On a Saturday, it's going to be 23. Sunny, Sunday, April 19. Possible showers, 19 degrees. Doesn't mean we're going to have the long sleeves. It's going to be nice and warm, but some showers. Monday, April 20th, we're going to have a 21 degrees. And uh, Tuesday and Wednesday is going to be 26 degrees. You're listening alive. 90.5 business insights with mario and uh, before i continue with the show i like to take a short break and uh, we will um, introduce our guest and uh, i'm gonna have a small blurb now after the song and our first guest it's uh michael dehan and i'm gonna say a couple of words about him as soon as we hear this song so thank you all listeners of live 90.5 who are tuning in every friday and every day every hour to listen to your favorite station cinema's favorite station and hearing my voice business insights with mario on friday 12 to 2 p.m you might find me by water waiting for the trumpet call Oh, you see me like a stranger Well, I've been waiting for the storm Singing, amen, amen, studio you're listening a live 90.5 business insights with mario before i introduce uh, our guest in the studio which we need to call prior to we have a conversation michael dehan i'm hoping you're listening right now and uh, we should have you on air in next two three minutes now before i continue and i'll say like thank you very much everybody to our sponsors to our listeners and everybody in sydney in australia globally who are tuning on a line 90.5 your beacon in this situation as we have the crisis in COVID-19 
as we all know, you know, there is no person who is not affected by COVID-19. Some tragically lost their loved ones, and I'm sorry for that one. Uh, there's a people who are still in hospital right now, who are fighting for their lives. And uh, I'd like to say, firstly, thank you to all our frontline workers, as a, um, health workers, um, uh, police, uh, fire brigades, and everybody who is contributing to we continue our life. We are a couple of weeks now in uh, self-isolation self with restricted moments, and it's hard, it's difficult. It's, it's truly difficult, and nobody can help us except ourselves. We need to listen what government told us because they truly have the best advice from everybody. My personal advice should be, you know, you should listen less news, you know what I mean, because there are, there's a forest, there's an ocean, and the waves after wave of the... Uh, information be hitting your face it's hard it's difficult don't think you know that nobody you know it's it's unscratched for this one everybody it's been hit hard you know we have the, our moments uh, compared to other countries we still can move around the, our homes we still haven't gone shops you know what I mean uh, panic buying that's not necessary for us but the point we try to make this show is not about me and my advice is to you it's about you the listeners now before I patch our uh, guest Michael Dehan I like to say once again, thank you very much for listening at Live 90.5, and this show it's all about you. Uh, our guest, who's going to join us in one to two minutes, um, it is somebody who has a great, great experience, and people I try to bring in studio to interview them as a Michael Dehan, who is a very extremely busy person. He helped hundreds of people with his, uh, not just his advices, and you know, we're just talking now how to make the money or how to have a successful business. It's about survival and his skills are very unique. So please give me a minute or two uh, to I connect with Michael Dehan and I'll be back in the studio on air with you and we can interview our guests. Unfortunately, I prefer face-to-face -face with our guests, but however, situations as it is. So you need to be patient because I need to press a couple buttons and uh, hopefully I'm gonna press them correctly. So Michael, in two minutes you're on air, you're listening a lot, 90.5, Business Insights with Mario. Everybody's 
Wait, you know what I mean? Like, look, I just, uh, you know, I'm pressing, I need to call my boss in the studio to help me, you know what I mean, to do uh, the interview with you because it's very important, you know what I mean? So thank yeah. you, Jillian, for being in the studio with, with me. And I'm going to hold her for a little bit while. Michael, thank you for joining us in the studio. And thank you for finding time, you know, to be the part of this uh, interview on the Business, Aside, Business Insights on a Live with Mario. Uh, pleasure. Michael, uh, look, it's a, usually we have the different, uh, we have a different type of interview, you know, face to face in the studio. However, unfortunately, we cannot afford because you know there's a government guidelines. And uh, before we con- continue interview, how are you? How is your family? You feel healthy, happy? Everything good? Uh, we're, we're, yeah, it's real healthy, thank you. We're <laughs> That's good. Eh? Following the restrictions, but <laughs> um, all healthy. And how do you find this? How do you find these restrictions as a as a as a as a as a, as a you know as, as a human, not as a business, as an entrepreneur? How do you find these restrictions? You know, I mean, day to day. Question, Maria. Yeah, yeah I, I, I do a lot of reflection, and yeah. um, so connecting with my wife, we're both working from home. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're doing a lot more walks. Uh, we're connecting a lot closer. We're doing a lot of fitness. I've actually lost about four or five kilos. 
Wow, you know, I, I, I got a your kilos here. I mean, that's that's where they come from you to me. I mean, so that's okay. <laughs> jokes aside, well, that's good. Yeah, you, yeah. So, like, how did you achieve this? Did you make it like a goal now when I'm in self isolation? I'm gonna lose the weight, or this is reflecting to you as a, you know, I mean, day to day basis? You know, I mean, you exercise more and eating healthier. Yeah, and I think it's all around that mental health. And we went into this just saying we need to look after ourselves. I think you yeah. said it before, no one can help you except yourself. So yeah. we're, we're, we've got some quite strict routines, um, getting yeah. up at the same time in the morning, um, mm-hmm. exercising, our diet's good. Um, we still enjoy a wine or two, Mario, but yeah. that, that's all a part of it. <laughs> Well, Michael, you know, like I ask you questions, which because I try to introduce you to the audience, and I know, as I say again, thank you very much for finding time um, to talk to me today. So, Michael, for our audience, instead of me doing the blurb, who is the Michael Dehan? Did I pronounce your name properly? <laughs> you did. Okay, sorry, <laughs> it's a short story. That's what it is. So, who is the Michael? Yeah, so, so Michael Dehan, I suppose. My journey, um, being young in particular, um, I had a fairly, I suppose, dysfunctional family where um, we, the only person I knew as a role model in the male sense was my father, and mm-hmm. he probably wasn't the greatest father. So he had a verbal abuse um, in regard to my mother, and uh, he sexually abused my twin sister, yep. who um, later she took a life when she was 18. So that's, I suppose, how I grew up and there's a lot of guilt and shame around that Mario yes but I, I held on for many years and um, guilt that I, I should have saved my sister my yeah. twin sister mm-hmm. um, shame about what the family did overall um, and that sort of come through a, a full cycle now Mario yeah. where I do a lot of work with women in regard to building confidence financial independence and safety around mm-hmm. money mm-hmm and um, I suppose just a, a, a brief on that, my background's financial planning and I did that for 16, 18 years. The missing gap to me was financial wellbeing. Uh-huh. So where, where does a 25-year-old woman go to learn about money, build confidence around money, be empowered around money and there's, there's nowhere to go. Their workplace it doesn't offer it. Mm-hmm. The plan, financial planning industry doesn't offer it. So. It was just a gap that I, I was poured into in, yes. in regard to working with women and just making sure that I, I can sort of work with them about their money story, um, their beliefs and behaviours around money and yes. building an awareness and a transformation around how money should serve them and how it should build that independence and that safety for them. Well, that's fine. Thing. Mike, may I ask one favor? Um, I'm pretty sure you have the radio on behind you. Uh, can you just yeah. uh, tune a little bit down, please? Because it's the biggest echo, and then uh, that's beautiful. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Don't worry. All our listeners going to get uh, in the podcast and the interview with you today. We're going to update this on our live 90.5 FM.com.au uh, website. Um, so, Michael, you know, I'd like to ask you something very personal question. You help it quite yeah. vulnerable. Uh, I will say, like, you know, typical, uh, not so typical people around you. Are uh, we talking, you know, when I was spoke to you at the coffee, you, you, you mentioned to me that you help a uh, very vulnerable group of the people. Who, who is that? Eh? And it's, 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 it's women that are, that 
Thank you. Yeah, thanks for the safe. So it's uh, well, you know, that's I don't... Thank you. Yeah, please share with us this. Yeah. Please share this experience yeah. with us. Why Michael Hahn found this to help the vulnerable people as a women, and how did you help them, please? Yeah, now that's a good story. And I, so uh, there's women that have uh, left relationships, and they were in a position where they're under so much stress, Maria. Um, they don't know where to go. They they don't know who to trust. There's a lot of trust that's gone uh, within themselves, to be mm-hmm. honest. So yes. I sit down with them and just start rebuilding their confidence in regard to that financial sense. So really sort of setting up even just some really small goals, like even budgeting Mario and um, and sort of even how to pay bills, how to do little steps there that's going to start moving them forward, start uplifting them with their confidence and yeah. ultimately building their sort of independence and their their safety. So it's it's a very trust trusting um, environment yeah. that I create, Mario, yeah. um, for women because they deserve it. <laughs> Yeah, well, what, what prompted you to do this? You know, I mean, maybe I miss, maybe I miss, maybe I skip at something. What did you say? What prompted you, Michael, to do this? Is this some personal experience, or you, you yeah, saw no. there's uh, there's opportunity to you like, you know, you're very well known, man. No question asking. I mean, I don't interview on this radio station, Line 19.5. Nobody who can't uh, share with some tips and and ideas with our listeners to to be better off after this conversation. So, like, why Michael Dehan? And uh, Michael, what's the name of your company before we continue? The name is Care to Grow. Care to Grow. So, like, why did you care so much to help the, the, the this vulnerable uh, part of our society, women? And, I mean, why? what prompts you? Is it something personal experience? Or did you uh, decide, like, one day I wake up in the morning and say, like, one day I'm going to be with the famous Mario Radio, I'm going to do something, which is not true, but, yeah. you know what I mean? So, why? <laughs> so... It, it is a personal story, and I'd love to share it with you. So, if you don't mind, you know, I mean, if you if you if you don't mind, please. Yeah, no, by all means, it's um, it's certainly a story that to tell. So, it was very much around uh, my father. I, I didn't have any. He came from uh, Holland, and I didn't have any uncles or grandfathers. But he was the only father figure. He was the only male figure that I knew. Um, he wasn't the greatest father. So yeah. There's a lot of verbal abuse with my mother, um, and all we did as young children is just try and go to sleep before he came home. Yes, um, which was quite upsetting. And then um, down the track, he uh, sexually abused my uh, twin sister um, when she was quite young, and she never overcame that. So when she was 18, she took her life. Oh, I'm sorry for that. that, that I'm no, sorry, yeah. Maria, and, and that that left a, I say, a massive gap. Um, yeah massive toll on our family and it was I, I saw two women that and they were the only two women in in my life immediate family wise and mm. they were both disempowered Michael this is a very powerful story I truly admire you and I mean I didn't know this part you know I mean I know when we spoke I know yeah. when we have the coffee and I mean Michael Dehan is a really really a likable person like a part of his knowledge experience in, in the make you very rich you know what I mean so like you know keep this on your mind um, so how many women did you help in your in your in your in your, uh, in your life? Yeah, that's a good question. Not enough. <laughs> Not <laughs> enough. Can I can I stop you here? Like you know, I mean, I always say to people like you know, there's a there's a two type of people who like to advertise themselves like I mean, blah blah blah, I'm blah blah blah, and there's a type of people like yourself who like to hear this one who doesn't take the credit, I help the people. So this is not a pay promotion of nobody. Nobody pays these promotions on these radio stations, except we play on our playlist. But 
I just want to let to all listeners know, Michael DeHaan didn't pay this one, so I will say this, this is my opinion as a radio host. I admire people who says, you know what I mean, I didn't done enough. And there is always the room to improve more. And this is what you get my duration. What do you, why are you saying you didn't help enough? Why? Please share with us. I know that there's many women struggling. Um, we even look at our current situation where um, domestic violence has, the stats are showing that there's a big increase um, in, around the world. They're talking about it's increased by three times. So I'm, I'm looking at the situation and I, I need to do more. So mm -hmm. I need to reach out and make um, women feel safe that they can actually come out, tell their story and, and really you know, look at some direction, look at some support. Um, yeah. I know the government are funding some programs around that. And so that's why I say not enough is a real drive now um, for women. And I, I put out there that um, I want women to, I suppose, take that step, reach out. Um, yes. Uh, reach out to the myself, to the people that um, need to be reached out to. And, and it takes courage. It's, it is scary. But on the other side of that, there, there's sort of healing and safety oh, okay so michael how do you what's your biggest reward when you see you help somebody professionally or personal level like you know mila will say like you know of course you're using your uh, your um, knowledge and your experience as a as an entrepreneur and you're running very successful business here i mean i will say this in my language you're making sure. people rich so um how, <laughs> so how do you like my, <laughs> my boss next to me jillian shrika she's she's raising the hand like you know me thinking she's gonna call you afterwards so you know how how do you see you know i mean what's the biggest reward in the aspect of you helping those vulnerable women yeah and that's it's, it's to do with my legacy maria yes please share with us uh, you know i mean this is yeah. this is the moment where the people like yourself you know i mean apart we watching the tvs and, uh, and other radio stations who's you know i mean blaming each other they're talking to each other about you know like uh, about corona and everything else it's enough news about this one i want to you michael and that's the reason i have you today in studio because i truly believe in you to be the that beacon that light yeah. for the many you know what i mean because you have a personal experience you just share with us loss of um you know i mean your mother and uh you know i mean all this but you're helping the most vulnerable people which is a group of women being uh, uh i don't know how to put this way but you know i mean being uh, abused by life so like michael sure. what's the reward and please share this with us one so people can better understand not just your business but michael's story yeah and and my my reward personal reward is that um it's, it's it's a gift that I, I got from my history. So it's a, it's a, a cause close to me with my mother and my uh, sister. I, I'm here to serve them as much as I'm here to serve myself. Um, there's a yeah. real groundswell of uh, women being empowered quite young. My daughter's 19. Mm -hmm. It's important for me to teach her to be financially independent and to have safety in yes. her life. I, I, I want to share a story, Maria, with, with my daughter. She's... Um, She's doing that UFC fighting, um, she, so she's quite well equipped if she gets into trouble with a male, so to speak, there. So as, as a dad, I'm quite proud of that. <laughs> so I just... Oh, I'm very proud. I'm very proud that I, Michael, as I said, like, 
I'm the no, I'm the man who doesn't, you know, I mean, it's like, it's very hard to impress me. I don't love to talk about my life, you know, like I told you very shortly, once upon a time there was a Mario, blah, blah, blah. But the point it is, I love to talk to people like yourself and I'm very grateful. I'm truly very privileged. This is not advertising, you saying these things. But Michael, my boss, Jillian, she's in studio, you know, I mean, as you know, she's tried to connect me with you like last 10 minutes because I pressed so many buttons. Michael, do you mind, Jillian, she would like to ask you uh, some questions as well. Hi, Michael. Sure. How are you? Hello. Very good, thank you. Good. Um, I wasn't going to because I was just filling in paper here and making sure that Mario has notes for the next time so I can stay home and not dash in to help him out. But um, sometimes you just need to help the weak. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Gillian. <laughs> <laughs> Let's call a spade well, a spade, they say. Well, um, and I wasn't listening to all of your discussion earlier, but... Um, when I kept hearing you say helping women, helping women, I'm like, oh, come on, what do you mean helping women? And mm-hmm. and through the conversation, I then realized it must be about domestic violence. Um, and here we are in COVID and um, they say it's going up and up and up. Now, in every home or each one of us, there's a mother and a father. And when it comes to domestic violence, my question is always, why do men do this? But really... Women do it too. Well, they do, but it's like it's more it's more obvious because it's like I can't understand the man in the first place. You know, I mean, to hit somebody who is a weaker than than himself. You know, I mean, that's that's a, that's something about being man. You know, I mean, that's a, a it's it's beep, a man beep, thing. Yeah, I I, I yeah, get I get great. all of that hundred percent. So, um, like I was saying, I was listening. Why why is it all you know? Why is it women that always need this help? And I know if I can just take it back publicly. How, how God made us and you know one is one is weaker and one is stronger but here we find us in this century um, where we, we all seem to want to be equal but I think it's within yeah. that equality that we so fight for that we fall down because really we're not meant to be like that so my question to you is is it from a man's perspective or a boy's perspective because you know every man needs a father is it that way it's all fallen short if they've if they've not had that upbringing or, or whether they've had it or not? Um, sometimes it's just hard when I see it happening. And look, every household has abuse, be it verbal, anxiety, for whatever reason. So, yeah, w- w- I, I just grapple with that sometimes because, you know, we all brought up in a home, in a family, be it disjointed or not. Where Where is your study or where is your whatever you've been going through and learning about this and now you're helping people. Yeah. No, I'll certainly give my thoughts on it anyway. And I, what I do in, in dealing with a lot of women is find that when they get into a relationship, um, and this is stereotyping to a certain degree, yeah. um, not everyone would do this, is that they give away their financial independence. Yeah. And it, it, it's just uh, the community that says that the male looks after the, the money and they might not even be good at it, but they just take on that sort of role and... Uh, that they can use that in a controlling sense. So it, it sort of defeats the, the woman in a sense that she doesn't know where the money is, she feels unsafe, she can't leave, leave a relationship, mm. so there's control there. Mm. So I think that's the first part, and I, I do think, and I see it changing, I see groundswell changing, but I I do believe that women growing up there, they, they're not educated to have a voice. Okay, all right. I mean, if I just and, look at... Yeah, grandparents, you know, grandparents, yeah. mum stayed home, grandma stayed home, and, and yeah. if you can cook, you the cliche, life is good, you know, and here we yeah. are where we are now, 
where we lose our independence to gain love, to gain respect, or you know, or be loved. And uh, um, yeah, in in all of that, there's right and wrong. Um, there's never an yeah. equal match. I try. Yeah. It's like it's, it's hard to talk about this. It journey. is. It's like you know me, but it's like we yeah. we just see this every day. And Michael, he's a one of the few people when I when I spoke to him with the coffee and he told me this, I was like. I was literally flabbergasted because, like, not many people, you know, I mean, the silent, I would call the warriors, you know, I mean, they do things and they don't promote themselves. Mm. You know, mm. I mean, where the most of this, you know, I mean. So, by all means, Michael, what you're sharing today is is probably so important, um, especially in the time that we are in now. Thank you, and I, I, I want to share that financial stress is one of the leading causes for relationship breakdown. Mm-hmm. So. Having going into a relationship and having the confidence to talk about money openly and transparent, um, and a lot of relationships don't have that. So mm-hmm. money's not talked about; it's taboo. So I just strongly recommend that, as I said, and that's educating women and and men for that matter to when they go into a relationship to be really clear about what they want um, financially, where they're at, um, understanding money, having some common goals mm-hmm. with, with money and. I think that's lacking. So once you start getting those fights around money, um, verbal fights around money, and that just sort of deepens it, there becomes anger and people don't understand each other and, and it just sort of goes down that pathway. So but that's something I'm quite strong on is, as I said, just really having a really good communication plan around money in your relationship. Michael, that, I don't know, sorry, Jenny. Interesting, what, no, yeah. that, I, I get that 100%. I money, get that. money, money, <laughs> there's no money, like there's a five stars. That's you know, very yeah. true. Yeah. It's, it's the, you know what, again, I go back to Bible because that's my background. <laughs> yeah. The, it says in the Bible, it's not the love of, um, it's not what money is, it's what we do with our money. So it's not love of money that's the true, root that, of all evil. You true, know, that's, that's we can one. do whatever we want with our money, but it's to use it in the way that it, it brings us value and makes us be respectful. So it doesn't matter who's earning what, but what you do with that is so important. And um, therefore, you can have all the money in the world, but do with it and be respectful with it to people and just with what you have in your hand. Michael, that was my question, and I thank you because <laughs> no, you really... I've got more questions. You've got more questions now. <laughs> but Michael, tell us something. Like, you know, I mean, everybody's doing uh, blurb about, uh, you know, uh, job seeker, job pay, wait, what's it called? Job paying, pay job... Job seeker. Job seeker. And and job keeper. Job, job keeper, keeper okay. job seeker. Well, tell yeah. me something. You know, I mean, we all know this. Centrelink, everybody enrolls who is interested in this. People going to the hardship. You know, I, before we start talking how to make the money, give us some uh, tips how people what would you give the tips or you know the people can come to you to survive this crisis with what they have better yeah and that's a really good question Mario. and i i've in a sense pivoted the business a bit so a lot of yes. what i do is money mindset but yeah. what i found is that and i it was a presentation from daniel tolson who's a good friend of yours and mine yeah and he talked about the Maslow hierarchy of needs where a lot of people would sort of drop down into that safety and survival mode mm-hmm and when you're in the survival mode, you're thinking about 24 hours ahead of you. That's it. Um, in the safety mode, you're looking at maybe 24 hours and seven days. So people have just got a very short frame that they need help. Yes. They need help now. So I sort of, as I said, pivoted the business to sit down with individuals and just say, well, what is the situation? So take the noise away. Take yeah. the, 
you know, the media knows the way, you know, what is really their situation, what does it look like, what are mm-hmm. some worst scenarios, um, and then we actually look at their... So tell me something, what's the, what's the worst case scenario for somebody who lost a job right now, pays the mortgage? How do you, I mean, apart, you know, of course, it's obviously, obviously, answer is going to be like it's going to be bankrupt, but what do you see in the hindsight of this? What beneficiary could be for somebody in this situation right now who lost a yeah. job, if it's any benefits, you know, could be uh, from this situation? Because, like, I know, I know what's me being homeless and I know what's me being annihilated by life, you know, I mean, so I don't ask you questions, you know, I mean, I like to, you know, have you before in past, so I ask you, so, like, what's the. Uh, uh, what's it calling? What's the best benefit could be from all of this hardship for somebody? Yeah, and I, I, I trust that with the government stimulus is that they would either meet the job seeker or job keeper um, yeah. requirements, and that's fifteen hundred dollars a fortnight. Um, you, you can go to your bank and um, look for a sort of a holiday on repayments for up to six months, um, which I, I think is a, a great opportunity just to get past this. Uh, there is an opportunity to go to your superannuation depending on your situation. And oh, okay, that's one second question, yes, yeah. So, and this is, it's all about having a plan and why people have uncertainty. When I sit down with them, we actually come up and create a plan around some financial stability over the next yeah. three to 12 months. So how how this, pl- how this plan works now? So like um, somebody who wants to come to you and wants to talk to you, um, you know, obviously we'll talk, there's a, obviously some certain type of people who, you know what I mean, uh, could benefit from this because the prices are low, you know what I mean, things are down. Um, but, you know, how would you advise somebody, you know what I mean, to come to you uh, and say like, look, I want to I wanna keep what I have or I try to budget, you know, with my superannuation. Is that possible or? Well, that's the key. The key mm-hmm. is to do the budget and say, well, what does that look like and, and understanding what your wants and needs are. So people yeah. can certainly take away a few of the wants in my yeah. so, um, <laughs> and, and once we understand that, we just go, well, what are the options that we've got available? You know, do we go to the banks? Do we actually look at superannuation? Do we, and it's not necessarily getting a break on your loan repayments. Um, yeah. I, I, for an example, did with my wife, we sat down, we rang up the bank and we negotiated a, a lower interest rate. Yeah. So we didn't, we didn't change our payments, we just got a better deal mm-hmm. on our interest rates. So it's not always the answer just to look for, um, say, not paying your payments for six months because you're laying yes. those up. It's, it's really sitting down and going, well, what, what, what do we need to do to you know, take away that pressure over the next three to 12 months? Everyone's situation is different. May I ask you a question? If somebody like, you know, like, let's just say, for example, like, you know, uh, wants to be the nego- rego- renegotiate all his finances with the banks and you know, I don't superannuation funds. This these type of people can come to you, take that burden of them. You know, me that stress. What well, what I've what I've done deliberately, Mario, is built a, a, a team around me that I'm proud of, and please share with us around the mortgage side on who who really sat down and with their clients talked about how do you deal with the banks, what do you say, what mm-hmm. are the options, and then with the superannuation, you know, understanding all the steps that you need to yeah. take. So I, I become the doctor in that sense and bring in the people. <laughs> um, that's, a, that's a very reassuring, I mean, that people should talk to you, yes. So please continue. Well, that's right, yeah, yeah. And, and that's, you know, is superannuation, you know, taking money out of superannuation the best thing because the market's down a bit. Um, so I wouldn't give that personal advice, but we've come up with a strategy with some key people 
that puts the client in the to way that they have the client's best interest and then it gives them some certainty in these uncertain times, Mario. Yes. So you, people can come to you, right? And, you know, I mean, you can help them with uh, with their mortgages, you know, with their payments in this very situation. We, we, can get the, we can get the right people in front of them. I, I can coordinate that. Yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah. So what else you, how else are you helping the, 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 the potential clients or your clients? What else is services you're offering, you know, not just in the broad spectrum, you know what I mean, uh, of the COVID, you know what I mean, but uh, let's go say be even broader, you know what I mean, overall, you know what I mean, before the COVID and what services are you going to offer, the, how are you going to help actually, how are you going to assist the people after the COVID is finished? What else, yeah, you know what I mean, how we can, uh, uh, yeah. That's a really good question. And what, what I found, and I've been talking about this for the last few years, and I read there's yeah. 50% of employees in Australia are financially stressed. Well, yeah. What COVID's done is it's just heightened it. It's, it's sitting there and... What um, my concern is, it's, it's a financial stress is a leading cause of anxiety, depression, cancer, and mm-hmm. one of the leading causes of um, relationship breakdown. So it was, it was sitting there. And so my role is to get people to improve their relationship with money. Mm-hmm. Everyone's got a money. That's a, that's a good, that's a good, yeah. that's a good saying. Relationship with the money. Money, money, yeah. money, money. <laughs> 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 yes, that's a good one. Eh? So, like, a relationship with the with, with, yeah, relationship with the money. Yes. Yeah, and what I find, the more people I speak to, that I, I see people self-sabotaging themselves in regard to um, their sort of relationship with money, um, their programming around money, and generally that's from you learn that from naught to seven, Maria. So. And, and you, you program in a sense there. So when you ever you get over a certain sort of you know, part over that, you, you sort of start sabotaging a bit and, and because you're you're not meant to be as, like, powerful or you're not meant to be successful or whatever the case may be in regard to your programming. So it's it's sitting down with those people and actually just starting to change. One, providing a real awareness of what their yeah. money story, money type is, and then saying, well, how do we transform this? How do we actually... Upgrade your computer. That's interesting. Put in better. That's interesting. Yeah, and honestly, it's um, one is it's it's gonna you're gonna have more loving relationships, um, less illness, um, Mm -hmm. less mental health, and I I find when I look at the government initiatives or incentives, and I've spoken to them um, once about getting some funding, is that it's all about people that've got the mental illness, and I'm talking about prevention. That's very interesting. Okay, mental okay. So, may, may I ask you something? Like, you know, this is, I don't ask for the friend, you know what I mean? But ask for myself. Um, my understanding it is that society before, before the COVID 19 was success was how much assets you have, how much money you have, or, you know what I mean, how rich you are. And do you believe that money actually uh, determined your position in society in terms of like how you are successful are or not? Or would you say like it's a more mortgage? Sorry, the more heavy uh, the assets like a homes. What's the most success to describe for you? Having cash in the bank or having the the, the couple homes and you know I mean uh, some assets you know I mean for the future or both? Yeah, and I, I'll, I'll simplify it, Maria, just by saying um, passive income. What's the passive income? Passive, I heard about this, but um, yeah, <laughs> passive income means that you've got investments that provide you with money while you sleep 
Samadhi. I just about to say this is the way you sleep. <laughs> Please, because it's like, you know, I never spoke with someone like yourself, you know, me who fully understand this because I was yeah. believing that this is not sort of like, you know, reality you sleep and you're making money. Um, yeah. But please, can you give us some more of passive income? Sure. And that's like people that have invested in property or, or, or shares and they're getting a rental income. So they, they don't have to work for that. Or the shares are paying dividends. They don't have to work for that. So we're building that with our family. We want uh, my wife's just completed her psychology degree and mm-hmm. we're just looking at ways that we can, if it's passive income coming in there, we can, she can work three days a week, whatever. We, we, we have choices in life, Mario. And that's. Yes. The, the three things, three words that I, I use is empowerment, freedom, and growth. And yeah. having that sort of, and it's, it's not necessarily about I've got a million dollars or two million dollars in investment properties. Mm-hmm. That's, it, it doesn't mean a lot per se. Yeah. I've got, I've got the passive income coming in there where I can be a service more. I can actually go to community, do different things, or I, I can serve in different ways in my life. So passive income is quite powerful. Sorry. Do you believe it's going to be after this, you know, I mean, um, after the corona finished this uh, virus? Because, you know, we are not in position, you know, we can, nobody can say when this is going to end or not end. But, uh, sure. you know, I mean, once this is finished or like, let's just say, slow down and we have a more easy restrictions, you know, I mean, come back to the some type of life, you know, I mean, with a with more freedom, I would say. Um, <laughs> do you believe that's going to be uh, more... Uh, easier, you know, I me mean, to get that passive income for the many who contemplating to invest the money uh, to make a security for the future. If in case something like this happens, God forbid again, or you know, I me mean, it's going to be less. Yeah, that's and uh, certainly you're looking at property and shares at the moment. Yes, they're, yeah. they're, they're taking a fair drop there. Um, there's there's always opportunity. Um, I, I like it that uh, one opportunity. Yes, please continue. Yeah. <laughs> and. You look for anything and just going that shares are down 30% or 35%, whatever. I know my, my wife's sisters um, rang me up and said, oh, can you help me out in regard to, it seems like a good time to, to get into the market. And she just got a, um, a lump sum payment from work. So mm-hmm. so looking at opportunities, um, what's the property going to do? So having clients potentially, if an investment property is the right thing for them, um, they might be able to buy something cheaper in the next month, three months um, while we're going through this. So I'm asking for the I'm friend, do you think it's going to be cheaper now after the after the crisis? <laughs> 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 asking for the friend, you know what I mean? Just <laughs> yes, please. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a really good question. I mean, there, there's certainly a lot, lot of volatility out there, mm-hmm. Mario, but, um, but uh, I, I believe in a, um, Warren Buffett. I, I, he's well known in the, in the share market in a sense there and he's he's a big believer in um this herd mentality don't fall yeah. the herd yeah so you, you have a lot of people that have left their share market um out of fear um so is this time when he's buying um similar to property is the mindset is that you know do the opposite of what people are doing that's yeah that's the way it's, you know, it seems to be a pretty good starting point anyway well, Michael, this is now next two minutes. It's your time to audit as yourself. So before we wrap it up, because it's soon going to be one o'clock and we have the news, Michael, tell us, you know, I mean, to all our listeners, you know, I mean, uh, in, you know, I mean, as much as you want, you know, I mean, how they can reach you, how they can assist them, because we we spoke past forty-five minutes, but still, you know, I mean, 
And I mean, that's a that conversation we talk about now the, during the COVID-19 uh, and uh, well, how we can help all listeners, you know, I mean, who's looking, you know, I mean, uh, with their finances uh, to have a better relationship in uh, hardship as of this moment it is, COVID-19 and afterwards. So, like, and how they can reach you, Michael? Yeah, that's a good question. So, there's two ways, and, and one is um, directly at Michael... M-I-C-H-A-E-L-D-H-A-N, D-E-H-A-A-N, at care to grow C-A-R-E-T-O-G-R-O-W. Yes. Dot com dot A-U. Or mm-hmm. go to my website, which is caretogrow.com dot A-U, and you can actually request a discovery meeting. I I just love dealing, helping people, so there's an offer there on my website or, or me personally to... Um, have a Zoom meeting or a connection for 30 minutes at no cost to um, the people to understand yeah. the situation and even just give some some value and some relief or certainty to them. Mm. So they're the two best ways to reach me, Maria. Yeah. Well, Michael, you know, uh, before, before I wind up this, I truly thank you uh, for finding time today. I'm truly grateful. I'm, I'm, in, I'm immensely grateful for sharing your story of suffering which is literally suffering um and uh finding the the strength to help them one of the most vulnerable group of, of the people on this planet which is the women um who've been experiencing the i will use the word hardship i don't want to you know i don't want uh, top of the wording and you help them and uh, thank you for sharing with us how we should have the better relationship with the money and uh to mm-hmm. all our listeners um I want to say that uh, Michael can uh, interview today uh, with me on a live 90.5 business insights with Mario can be heard. I will say like next, let's just say next couple hours on, on the website of live 90.5 and everybody who is happy and uh, interested to hear the Michael DeHaan. Michael, De, can you say again the website again? It's www.caretogrow.com. G-R-O-W dot com dot A-U. Uh, Michael, look, truly thank you so much. I'm really wishing the best to you and, and your family to stay well and happy and wealthy. And to all our listeners, please tune in tonight uh, on live 90.5.com.au website. Uh, Michael DeHaan, he's going to have his interview ready today. So everybody who is interested, please jump in. Michael, once again, thank you so much for sharing with us your story, which is <laughs> not impressive is very very quite moving and uh, thank you for sharing some small tips you know with our listeners so everybody who's interested to talk about money um michael he's very happy um to talk to you so contact him you're gonna hear his details on uh, our interview on our website live90.5.com.au and as well you can go on the business insights uh, live90.5 facebook page with mario and uh, you can see the details of Michael DeHaan. Michael, once again, thank you so much for being with us last 46 minutes um, and uh, all the best to you and your family and uh, stay wealthy and happy. Thank you. I'm anyway. very grateful for you having me, Mario. Thank you. <laughs> pleasure. I know it was a penny for a long time, but unfortunately it was just, uh, it was all this COVID make it a lot of us uh, uh, yes. suffer, you know what I mean? So, Michael, thank you one more time again and uh, all the best to you and your family, to your clients and everybody around you. No, Thank you, Mario. Thank You're you for your time. Thank you. Bye.
recording artists, actors and athletes against drink driving. In basketball, whether we're attacking or defending, it's important for me to stay focused. Get behind the wheel of a car after you've been drinking, even if you're just a little bit over, and it's easy to lose focus, lose your license and maybe even your life. So before you go out for a drink, plan ahead. Arrange a designated driver who won't drink. The life you save might be your own. A message from Rad. R-A-D-D dot net dot A-U. The Hills, Parramatta and Cumberland. Alive 90.5. Shadows of her eyes 
Waking in the morning to the feeling of her fingers on my skin. Wiping out the traces of the people and the places that I've been. Teaching me that yesterday was something that I never thought of trying. Talking of tomorrow and the money, love, time we had to spend. Loving her was easier than anything I'll ever do again. Coming close together with a feeling that I've never known before in my time. She ain't ashamed to be a woman. Afraid to be a friend. I don't know the answer to the easy way she opened every door in my mind. But dreaming was as easy as believing it was never gonna end. And loving her was easier than anything I'll ever do again. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Oh, okay, awesome. I can hear you. Well, hello, hello, And Ivana. How are you, Ivana? Uh, I'm good, thank you. Is the quality good enough if I keep you on the speaker? Well, if it's not, you know, I mean, we're gonna we're gonna send you the invoice. You know, I mean, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to go off the speaker? No, no, it's okay. You know, I can hear you loud and clear. You can hear okay. Yeah, Ivana. Well, yeah. welcome to the studio, Ivana. Thank you very much, Mario. It's nice to speak with you again. Yes, well, it's a different circumstances this time, and uh, you know, like we are, we are now back in on on air after maybe two months. When was last time I talked to you? Uh, yeah, I think it, it has been close to two months. Okay, the But, world was different then. Uh, <laughs> world was different. Yeah, like we we could we could we could enjoy some uh, some 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 you know shaking hands. You know what I mean? And we could discuss some other things. 
and uh, you yeah. know we could we could we could chit chat to each other. But for our listeners, thank you for tuning and uh, listening uh, live 90.5 Business Insights with Mario. I know you were dying to hear my voice, and uh, as I was mentioning beginning of the, my show, uh, first of all, thank you to all of you who are tuning in and listening this uh, show. I know you will love it. But our guest. Um, uh, Ivana Katz, uh, she's uh, impatiently waiting on another line, and I'm going to introduce her to you very shortly. But before I introduce Ivana, I want to I want to emphasize again and again over: this show is not about nobody else, but about you guys. It's about uh, bringing the guests who, in this moment of this uh, crisis called COVID-19, which is uh, global crisis is not just a crisis in Mari's house or anybody's house. Um, I try to bring the guests who are truly have the experience with the crisis. Why I'm saying this to you: you can't be empowered if you listen person who never had a hardship as a, my past guest, Michael Dehan before. Before and now my guest in studio, she is Ivana Katz. Reason why she's should 